Every time. He's just yeah, so intense. I don't know if I'm ever going to get used to him. Oh, recording. Um, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Body, The Blood, The Michelada, a podcast. Hello, podcast. I, yeah, podcast. <laughs> I am uh, one of your hosts, Sophie, aka the Blood. I'm Paul Rucker, the Body. Yeah, I'm this is so Abby Cowan, the Michelada. <laughs> it's I. I question our existence too. Mm-hmm. Um, man, guys, shit has hit the fan, has it not? Shit has hit the fan. I mean, shit has been hitting the fan repeatedly for, like, the past four years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just a constant stream of shit on fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those industrial fans, the big, huge metal ones. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Just a constant stream of, like, diarrhea. Mm-hmm. But with, like... Depression and anxiety added to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Represented by pieces of corn. Yes. Just like ricocheting off the fan. It's hitting people in the face. Like it's not Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's like weird colors and you're like, oh my God, am I dying? Yeah. It's like a weird reddish color, but then you remembered, oh, it's because of the Cheeto. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You're like, oh, I had beets. Yeah. <laughs> and you're wondering, you're like, why hasn't someone unplugged this? And you realize there's like a group of people protecting the fan, and you're like, this is so weird. Yeah, you like walk over and you're like, oh, I'm here to turn it off. And they're like, no, you're not. And you're like, oh, but I just want to turn off the. And then, no, no, you cannot turn it off. And I'm like, okay, you're just like, there's shit spraying everywhere. Like, it's all over my face, it's in my hair. This is never going to come out. I just want to. We're all going to get dysentery this way. Yes. Please let me help. But I mean, no, it is our, probably the best option right now. It's our American right to be hit in the face with mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, who are you to tell me that I can't rub shit in my face? Yeah. Um, I'm nobody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This is a literal fan, by the way. We're not talking metaphorically. There's no, a wall somewhere fan. with an actual fan Ugh. that warehouses Australia. <laughs> it's not real. Of it's course, they're real. all actors. <sighs> so, who's drinking? Oh, oh, I am definitely drinking. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking the same thing I've been drinking for like every episode we've recorded this year, which is oh, that's not true. Oh my true god, are you drinking those horrible? <laughs> I just realized um, I was drinking Mahas for like for like three months. I'm drinking a a vodka and Coke with li- uh, lemon. Oh okay. I mean that was my drink for a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I was going to use whiskey, but I drank all the whiskey, so now I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Now I finished the vodka. Now all I have left is Mahas or gin. Oh, oh my god. What are you drinking, Natalie? Um, I'm actually drinking a new beverage I just got. It's called uh, Owl Brews. It's boozy tea. Oh, oh, yeah. So this one that. is a English Did breakfast I just an ice tea? cream man? Yeah, it's right outside my house. It is 8 o'clock at night. Who's taunting her? That's the only, that's the only time it comes out. It doesn't come during the day. That's scary. And then you'll be there for like 
an hour. Natalie, I think you're his only like legitimate ice cream um customer. Everyone else he's been dealing drugs to. Yeah, probably. Especially this late. Okay, I'm so sorry. Explain your drink again. I was distracted by the ice cream. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> it's called boozy tea. Uh-huh. It's English breakfast tea, lemon, lime, and vodka. That sounds delicious. Where did you get that? I bought it at Total Wine and More. I'll bring you one. Oh my god! And I have some. Is it like in a can? Yeah, it's in a can. Oh my god! I've you never would get it doing... in like the same section as like the spike seltzers. <gasps> yeah. And See, when I go to they bed, have different flavors, so they have like hibiscus and stuff. Oh, Earl Grey sounds Ooh. so good though. Yeah. Total I go Wine to and More is a better. It has better selection. No, it's just further. Yeah. But like, I went to Bevmo. I was trying to find some, in- so like something interesting to drink this week, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find anything. I couldn't even find their sour beers. Yeah. Why? I mean, I like sours. I mean, I I know, but like, why why wouldn't they have that? That seems. <gasps> I don't like- know. I they don't have like a dedicated section to that, That's which so is odd. weird. Yeah, but and is. I think it's mixed into other stuff, but I just didn't know where to look. Hmm. Uh, well, next time I go to Total Wine and More, I'll take you with me. Because that's where I like to go instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do too. It's just, well, what one do you go to? I went to the one in Long Beach. Oh, see? It's I think just... that's the closest one, right? Well, there's one in Brea. I'm not going to drive to fucking Brea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a straight shot down the freeway for us. Yeah, like I can see this one from the freeway. <laughs> We should go then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then get food. I'm just I'm mm-hmm. having Trader Joe's cider, whatever they have in the bottle. It's like Harry something or the other cider. Mm, it's good. Harry cider. Harry mm. cider. Delicious. And um, yeah, it it's not too sweet, but not too dry, so it's like perfect. Harry Styles should come out with a cider called Harry Styder. <laughs> Actually, I'd be down. Like, please make that happen, Harry Styles. Because uh, obviously, <laughs> you listen to this podcast, right? I mean, he's uh, our number one fan. Mm-hmm. I get DMs from him all the time, and I'm like, Harry, mm-hmm. you can't do this. And he's like, I can do whatever I want. I'm Harry I'm Styles. Like, it's 3 a.m., Harry. Stop hitting me up. <laughs> Harry, I have to sleep now. <laughs> I have a life. My dogs are barking, and I don't like it. They're probably barking because they hear this ice cream. <laughs> they hear the ice cream man. Who is from my door. Directly outside of Natalie's house. I'm telling you, he's going to be there for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope our listeners enjoy the background music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't know why, but he's there forever. <laughs> it's a drug front. Oh. Well, like, how much? How much? Can he be selling? All of it? Selling to the four houses that are for in the you know, One of your neighbors is like his distributor or something, like, or he's buying from them. You know, probably. But like, don't get your don't have your sound on when you're. It could be El Chapo. He's in the area. That's true. Black, pink in your area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should see a gynecologist for that. <laughs> if you're listening um send us a dm we have a business proposition for you Mm -hmm. it's an ice cream truck yep um that sells drugs 
but also plays K-pop music, so um, it's inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. My are the ice cream trucks that play pop, like really poppy music, but in the little jingle that ice cream trucks are. Mm-hmm. And then also Christmas music, like in the middle of the year. I don't know if I've ever experienced that, but I, I like the sound of really? it. Really? There's always Christmas music playing from the ice cream trucks, at least here. Hmm. This is always this. That's the only one. Yeah. <laughs> this song for like two hours. <laughs> <sighs> Ooh, maybe you could get the ice cream man to be on the podcast. Maybe. I mean, it's, it's a decent ice cream. It's soft serve. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He does like full on like Sundays and shit oh, if you they're want. They're so good. Yeah. No, like it's, it's like a legitimately delicious ice cream. Ask him to get vegan options. I'll come over. <laughs> That's why I was saying, like, watch. He's been doing like drugs as his main business, but his dream is actually to be a successful ice cream man. It's like the restaurants that are drug friends, but they actually have decent food. <laughs> yes. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that comic book store that I tried to buy comic books at, but like they were not like it was obviously a drug front. Because people the like stuff is not nerds, they're just like old people. They were nerds, but like when I went in there, it was as if they never anticipated that someone would actually go in there for oh. comic books. They were like, oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's all they sell. Yeah, and I was like, oh, can I buy this? And they're like, oh, let me look up the price. And I was like, they're like let me see if the like register works. Yeah. They got me a Yellow Ranger pop figure from them. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I still have it. I mean, they gave me a good deal because I don't think they were a real store. Probably not. <laughs> they just guess the prices. They're well, like... it's not even like on a main street. Like for a comic book store, it it's in this weird like little um, business area. Mm-hmm. Like you oh. would never think to go there. <laughs> so you know that weird turn off if you what it, what street is it? You go down to go to the um, Carl's Jr. That's on Telegraph. Oh yeah, yeah. like it curves. Yeah, the street before it curves is the street it's off of. Isn't that like all industrial parks and like? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. I just happened to be there because I always go down that street because it's Mm -hmm. near my house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, comic book store. I love comic books. And then I ooh, we should all go there and just hang out all day and see what they do. (laughs) Ooh, let's do it. We should open up a restaurant, and the theme is that it's a drug front. So the food is, like, weirdly shitty, but actually good. We could have entertainers that, like, deal drugs, but they're not real drugs. You know what? This would be a perfect location for my mom's um, weird cafeteria food (laughs) restaurant idea. Legitimately. This was last week. Now they brought me... A sandwich, and my mom thought it was a sloppy joe. It was like a pulled pork sandwich. Uh-huh. And my mom was like, "Oh my god, there's a restaurant that sells sloppy joes. That is my dream. I've always wanted a cafeteria <laughs> food themed restaurant." And I was like, "Who the fuck would want?" This? Oh my god, that serves those like shitty pizzas, and you could mm-hmm. have milk cartons. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what she wanted. <laughs> because I guess, well, to her. Um, because her mom always would cook her 
stuff and she was tired of having mexican food all the time so uh-huh. like, whenever she'd eat cafeteria food it was like a a, a cool like experience a for her yeah I actually like i don't know I remember in school, like the shitty cafeteria food, and I liked most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really liked the shitty pizza, and then I really liked the shitty burgers that look like they had like growths on them, and like the little weird skin tabs. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah and they tasted fake, but they were good. Mm-hmm. I always liked the teriyaki chicken. Yeah, those I never, good. I never had that. that. Well, favorite. I went to a private school, so I didn't get the public school food. No, experience yeah you know i went to a fancy christian school in fontana Ooh. if any of our listeners went to fontana christian uh D- DM ah, your school shut up or shut down <laughs> you <get> your school, <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> uh, couldn't have been a very good education <laughs> no mm-hmm. one wanted to go there yeah, no, it was the shittiest school. It was that like the was a drug front. Oh, it had to have been. Also, there was some um like drama. So there was the school, and then next to the school was like the chaplain house where the priest lived, who was like the priest for the school. I don't know how it worked. It was weird. Anyway, there was a scandal where the priest was funneling money out of the school and like into his own pocket. So there was like a money laundering, slash, like stealing, like felony thing going on. Oh, yeah, it was a lot. Uh, you know, also, we raised like fifteen thousand dollars one year to redo our playground equipment, and someone stole all of the money. Um, you know who probably did it? The priest. Yeah. Because we never got our, uh, like, jungle gym equipment. They redid, like, the swings, and then that was it. We were supposed to get a new jungle gym, and they never did it. At our elementary school, we, uh, my fifth grade year, we did a penny drive where everyone was supposed to bring in, like, just collect pennies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I collected so much change. Because the new principal said that if we collected money, like, we could get a um a bike rack so people could ride their bikes to school uh-huh. and i collected a fuck ton of change paul like you don't understand how, how much, much change. Bike rack cost it's literally like a piece of i don't know <laughs> and they never got it and so every time i saw that principal anytime i see him i'm like where's my bike rack and i see him all the time because the school's like a block away Ooh, you should like, call the media fucking bike rack call the la times it's been 20 years where is my bike rack, Jonathan. Imagine if they did a story about a 20-year-old like bike rack <laughs> from the Santa Fe <laughs> Springs school in the LA Times. Half of their freaking like charity drives, they were like, okay, we're we're getting money for this. And it would never go to that. Yeah, we never got anything. We I mean we did get a new playground, but like that wasn't what the deal was for. We were fine with the old playground and we couldn't use our playground for the longest time because it was under construction. Oh my god, same. Why is that a thing with all schools? Like, do it over the summer, fuck. Also, aren't the playgrounds supposed to be like, that's what taxes are for? Yes. Well, yes, it is. Do, uh, do Christian schools get the taxing? They don't, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's public or it's private. They still get some. Well, then fuck them. Also, yeah. fuck all the 
aides who worked at my school. They were <laughs> shitty and they were mean. Especially this woman who we called Miss Sandy. She was old Sandy. and she was a cunt. Miss Sandy, if you're out <laughs> there, you're listening. Fuck you, Sandy. She's probably a Trump supporter. There was this other one. Her name was Miss Johnson. She was so nice, and I loved her. And then when I went to high school at a different school, she was a substitute teacher there, and she recognized me. So shout out to you, Miss Johnson. Oh, I like Miss Johnson. She was so nice. Yeah. I like Miss Johnsons too. They're she nice. She bought me a beer mm-hmm. once. It's weird because yeah. my English teacher in high school was named Miss Johnson, and then the substitute who was from my old school was also Miss Johnson. When I was in high school, um. This is going to be such a stupid story. When I was in high school, I was in theater. And one day, like, I went to the doctor and they found a lump. And my mom told Miss Johnson that I had cancer without she was taking the drama tests or anything. There. Just okay. told her that I had cancer. And Miss Johnson felt so bad, she bought me an Edward Scissorhands t-shirt from Hot Topic. Aww. <laughs> She's so, so nice. <laughs> My Miss Johnson, who was the English teacher, was also the drama teacher for a year. I think that's like oh part God. of it. They have to be. Yeah, it's weird. But then they got a real drama teacher, and he was okay. His name was Mr. List. Mm. And we did... Okay, so, okay, I'm going to complain right now. We did Annie the Musical, Annie Jr., and I was in it, and I loved it. It was such a good experience. And then the next year... He wanted to do some weird-ass play that he found. And he cast me as a person who had to have a kiss with the main girl. And I didn't didn't want to do it. Because I was like 14 and I was struggling with my sexuality because I wasn't out yet. So I didn't want to do it. So I dropped out of the play. Uh And then later on, I came to terms and I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'll do it. I went back and I asked him if I could rejoin and he told me no. Oh, rude. He wouldn't let me rejoin the drama club, and I was so upset. Mm, Mr. List, if you're out there, fuck you. This episode is called The Burn Book, by the way. We're... <laughs> well, I mean, no. No, because this episode was meant to be in honor of one Miss Ruth Bader Ginsburg, as per you know, requested by... Um, other Natalie. It can be in honor of uh, the notorious RGB. Or RBG, I'm sorry. But we can burn all the shitty people who went against her. Okay, I Especially mean... Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, you're a fuck fucking you, Mitch McConnell. There's no fucking way you, you can get in a fucking vote before election day. First of all. Granted, Lit- you're probably going to be nominating somebody, but you can't be pulling people away from very important elections and be like, I'm going to try and stomp all over this shit. No. And to come out with a message less than an hour after Ruth Bader Ginsburg died saying that he was going to go against her dying wishes, I hope you die. I hope yeah, what a burn shit. Wish, yeah, I hope he goes to hell. But God fucking damn, it's like you literally know what because her granddaughter said her dying wish was she doesn't want to be replaced before the new president is elected. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no, we're going to fucking do it. Like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Yeah. And then Donald Trump came out and said, who knows who said that? He blamed Nancy Pelosi for saying that that was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish. 
That's literally what her grandmother and our grandma, her granddaughter said. Exactly. Nancy Moses is like, I wasn't even there. Right? Donald, oh, makes Anyways. me so angry. What? Anyway, it shouldn't like, be an making this big deal about her going to get her hair done when I'm like, you haven't oh. been wearing a mask the whole fucking time. And at least she goes and gets her hair done. My parents went to, like, an intensive care unit for COVID victims not wearing a mask. You're telling me that Nancy Pelosi can't go get a haircut? Mm -hmm. And then Donald Trump went to, like, a place that made masks and... uh, Refused to wear a mask? Refused to wear a mask, and they had to throw everything away because he went into a room that was supposed to be... um, Sterile? Sterile. And touched a bunch of shit. You know who else does that? Kim Jong-il. Oh, and Kim Jong-un going around and, like, pointing at things and, like, ugh. They're fucking children. Fascists. Anyways, this, this loss, I mean, it's, it's fucking giant. It's, le- le- it's left a giant hole in our democracy, basically, which is fucked up because it shouldn't be on one person to keep it going. Mind you, Entire so- democracy shouldn't rest on the shoulders of an 87-year-old woman who's battled with cancer for yeah. years. Yeah, like, this country should be celebrating right now, not terrified, you know? Yeah. yeah. But like, what um, a wonderful woman and her legacy. But instead, it's like, oh, dear God, what's going to yeah, happen exactly now? That's why as soon as I saw that she had died, my reaction wasn't like, oh, it's so sad for her and her no, family. No, it was just like, oh, oh fuck. fuck. Yeah. Like, the worst. Because we can't trust the Republicans or the GOP to do the right mm-hmm. thing. No. Right. And um, the person that they're putting, or they want to replace her, oh my God, is like, horrible. oh my god, she's the epitome of like, she's in a group that the Handmaid's Tale is based off of. I saw that, like, Jesus Christ, like, you might as well get a Grand Wizard of the KKK in there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But, um, this has pointed out a, well, I mean, a major fail point in our democracy because we don't have it besides for president really any sort of term, term limits, limit it's fucked up everything well, like, the well, you can serve made, life is one of the worst things yeah well it's basically made the boomer generation gatekeepers to politics which is fucked up because they don't even represent most of the population anymore. Because no. they're fucking dying. The only good thing to come out of this horrible situation is that since the Republicans are breaking precedent, it means that if Biden wins, he can pack the Supreme Court with more judges. Mm-hmm. Like He can just elect whoever he wants, especially yeah. if he gives D.C. and Puerto Rico statehood. He can... Mm-hmm in representatives for those states. And I think it should happen. He should well, pack yeah, the court. It should have been made states a long time ago. Well, yeah. That should happen. But they should come out of the like gate, like shooting, like immediately pack the courts, immediately issue as many, uh, I can't think of it, executive orders as he wants. Like he should yeah, just why not? Like, like, He can just you. do whatever he wants now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> But, you know, I think it's the or the Democrats, they don't have balls. They never do shit. 
I don't yeah. understand. I don't I get it either. The Republicans that's why are I'm mad that there, there's so many old people gatekeeping this. It's like, if you're not going to do it, let some new people come into Congress and the Senate and exactly. fucking change some shit because you exactly. guys aren't fucking doing anything. And I don't and know I just if don't it's because it. you're being paid to not do anything or what, but like, it needs a fucking stop. Like if the Democrats have been able to do nothing this whole time. Like, why start working now? It's so weird. they love to talk about how they want to change things and how they want things to be different, but they don't do it. Mm-hmm. No, they they're making money. <sighs> this two-party system just needs to be done. This two-party with. system is insanity. Mm-hmm. Also, well, the thing now is that everyone thought that like our system, capitalism, and everything, it was immune to fascism which is obviously not the case never we are seeing the rise of fascism other countries are like shitting themselves because they're seeing what happened in their countries germany is like holy shit like this is exactly what happened years ago Mm -hmm. we're watching the rise of fascism in america yep Mm -hmm. and i don't get it yeah Especially, especially Republicans, because they wanted to secede from the union because of what was happening in their country, and they thought they were right. And then years later, they're just like, you know what? Let's celebrate this fascist leader. Because seceding from the union was never about. Mm-hmm. Of course, it wasn't about states' rights. It, it wasn't was, about. They wanted. It's, they just wanted to be able to own people. It just uh, it the, hurts. The more and more that they talk about it, how it's about state rights, it's like you're full of shit. Look at what's happening right now. You don't give a fuck about state rights. You don't give a shit about taxes. Like, look at this nonsense. Where are your state rights now? The Republicans just show time and time again. It's not about it's not about precedent. It's not about states' rights. It's not about like big government. It's about I don't even know. I don't even know what the Republicans stand for. Money. It's well. It's money in the stand for anything. Mm-hmm. There's nothing now. They the Republicans, they're low, like they're low income. They're the people who aren't intelligent. Like I'm sorry, but the majority of Republicans are not smart. But they do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. They want it like that on purpose. They. I know. It's just how can you be so ignorant? I don't fucking know. It hurts me. Stupid people hurt me too. <laughs> What's crazy to fuck to me with all of this is RBG was basically the one that was like the face of the resistance almost in politics, mm-hmm. other than AOC. AOC is brand new to this, mm-hmm. but R- RBG before this. Yes. Before that. She's a fucking moderate. She's not even like. Yes. You know, yeah, she's not even like a crazy. She Liberal. was just trying to, you know, correct the sensible. things that um, the Constitution left out. That I mean, her life's work was basically doing that with gender and the Constitution. That's the thing. The Supreme Court isn't supposed to have an agenda. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be unbiased and go by the Constitution exactly They're how it's written. <laughs> which Ruth Bader Ginsburg did that. She was mm-hmm. very constitutional. She was like to what was written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she went she literally went by the fucking book. 
Yes. As and much that's as you possibly good. Could. That's very well, good. And well, I think that's why there our intention with going through with this episode was we were going to do what we normally do and do like three separate stories about her, but she was such a private person and she didn't like rocking the boat that there are only like really short stories about her mm-hmm. and and about the did. cases that she ruled on but then yeah. even then it was just like her decision not necessarily like you can't i don't know i couldn't find like her thinking on the issues mm-hmm. or she tried not to make it seem personal because i think she was trying to well granted she was a pioneer for women in this field trying not to bring any emotion into it because Mm-hmm. Back then, if you were a woman and showed emotion when it came to these things, you would not be taken seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's Back just like... now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like the Supreme Court shouldn't have emotion, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're I not... Think it's, like, she's also considered a radical for just following the Constitution the and way... she's just yes. like, I don't agree. It's I think insane. the Constitution would... Would side with this because of this. And she mm-hmm. gives you the facts. She's never like, well, you guys are just being assholes. She's like, oh, yeah. I think everyone should be equal. And people hate that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is your problem? Where, well, I mean, this is where a lot of, I think, her criticisms come into play is because she followed the book so much. There are definitely times when a lot of people disagreed with her rulings. I can yes. well, I mean, she had a few where it had to do with Native American law versus the United States. And basically, she sided with the United States because there isn't any sort of precedent to back up um, Native Americans' rights, mm. essentially. And kind of, yeah, I understand why people are pissed off about that. And yeah, we mm. could still be critical of her for that, but... And that- but I feel like as yeah, shitty we going by what his law for the United States was is fucked up because that should include everyone that's here. I feel mm-hmm. like as shitty as that is, that is the job of the Supreme Court mm-hmm. because once some type of issue goes to the Supreme Court, it's not an issue of what's right and wrong. It's an issue of what's constitutional or not. Everything yeah. leading up to there, like as far as Native American rights, that's the Senate failed them, the House failed them, and every branch of the government failed them until yep. it got to the Supreme Court. Exactly. And I think that the Supreme Court should be exactly what it says it is. Is is it constitutional or not? Not necessarily if it's right or not. Well, I also think that we need to actually change the constitution around more often like as things change oh, absolutely we like the idea that we are looking at this 200 year old piece of paper to guide us through the 21st century is insanity right like there's a reason that we have amendments we have to understand that you need to be able to change it around it's not always going to exactly. make sense like there's technology now that our founding fathers could have never dreamed of mm-hmm. there's laws now there's things now like not to say that like transgender people or gay people are are new at all but you know they weren't considered when it came to i mean when the the founding fathers wrote the constitution we had slaves the constitution Mm -hmm. doesn't include any of that that's what they are for that's Mm -hmm. what like we've changed the constitution before the constitution should like 
constantly be changing and yeah, amended. And that's what I think. I think we should constantly be changing it and mm-hmm. looking at it and being like, where are we in our country and does this still fit? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the Founding Fathers had intended. I like, think so, too. They had to have known, like, yeah, in 200 years, things are not going to be the same. We're going to have flying cars and yeah. robots. Well, in what watching, because I watched the um, Notorious RGB, um, RBG, sorry, I keep thinking of work. It's, it's so called, easy to say RGB, it's red, red, green, blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I was watching the Notorious RBG yeah. documentary, and I also watched um, On the Basis of Sex. Me and my mom were sad, so we just watched everything this weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of what her... Um, what her early work was in the 60s and 70s was taking cases to court that she thought would could overturn certain amendments and change things in the Constitution. And a lot of that was based on the wording not being clear for gender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think she she started up... forgot what it's called, but it's just like this whole thing focused on women's right for the ACLU. She mm-hmm. was the person who pioneered that there. Well, she was very like on the issue about women's rights and mm-hmm. like when I was researching I saw and I didn't know this that she is basically the reason she pioneered it for um that women can open bank accounts, that oh, yeah, women can yeah. no, wind up court cases. without a husband. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you couldn't you open a bank account land. if you were married. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. You insane. Own, I think before RGB, you couldn't make your own doctor's appointment. Yeah. It's you couldn't not, go to a doctor's appointment alone. The fact that there was a person alive today who ruled on the issue of women like doing basic things. Well, like what this, was one? This isn't um, ancient history. This is like yeah. recent. It's crazy. Well, um, so my well, that's my grandmother when um, my dad was he was still like a toddler. She had something, some sort of complications when she had him, but she had never really had anything taken care of because she would need her husband to sign on it. What it took was her basically collapsing while holding the baby for my grandpa to sign for it. But before, you know, R- RBG came along, like, you know, you had to ask your husband's permission for so much just like that. She basically gave us uh, autonomy mm-hmm. where we did not have it. I think it's um, for something that happened so recently. Mm-hmm. I think it's insane that women take it for granted. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Republican women. I don't understand that. Yes, it's just I'm like, like, don't you want to be it? in control of your own life? Like, I don't, I don't understand any of those or the Latinos for Trump mm-hmm. or I, I feel like it's a lot less of like black people for Trump. I don't no, see a lot of all, like, fake. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely fake. But the Latinos for Trump, especially when you see that we have internment camps in the United States, giving hysterectomies well, to Latino women illegally without oh their consent today Here's when i had the- to tell when i told my mom about that the look on her face she was so brokenhearted mm-hmm. she was so upset 
But a lot of that is internalized racism. Like, yeah. like no one hates oh, Latino definitely. people the way Latinos hate Latino people. Yeah. No, like, they're, we're we constantly ourselves. pitting ourselves against each other. So it's just like, I, if you're if you're somebody who is illegal, like you're definitely frowned upon. If you couldn't get here like the mm-hmm. correct way, or okay, this is this is my one big grievance, and this is going to kind of sound a little backwards, but hear me out. So this is a big issue with um, Cubans, especially I knew because you were say Cubans. yeah. Well, that's <laughs> as soon as you um, said that, I was like, I know where you're going. It's yeah. these people. It's um, because whereas like everybody from like the South American countries, it's not easy for us to get any sort of papers or green cards. Cubans, they were basically allowed in via um, what was it called, Natalie? So Cubans had a, it was like a it was like a, a first step on land policy or something mm-hmm. where if you were leaving Cuba because Cuba was under communist rule if you made it to American soil as soon as your feet touched American soil you were safe yeah mm-hmm. you, they, they wouldn't they, try and deport they wouldn't you try and deport you you could become an American citizen very quickly they do not have that same rule for people from Central America and South America uh-huh. who are running so, from the same type of shit. Because of that, because for a lot of Cubans, it was easy for them to come into this country, they look at us like we're like trash people. Mm-hmm. Cubans think that they're above the rest of us. Up until um, um, actually the Trump administration now took that away from them. So suck on that, mm. Cubans. Now you have to actually, you have to feel what it's like so, to have to come I to mean, this country. I mean, definitely all of this, you know, us pitting um, ourselves against each other comes from rules that the American government has established. Because mm-hmm. it's like, we don't actually hate Cubans. We just fucking hate that fucking rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has nothing to do with, it's yeah. not Cubans' fault that this rule exists. Mm-hmm. But it certainly feels like America purposely pinned us all against each other. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure they did. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's better to separate people than bring them together. Mm-hmm. It works in their favor. Yep. And it's fucked up. But yeah, so there's that. I mean, that's why there's a lot of weird I don't well, I mean, Latinos thinking differently. There's just so many Republican or Latinos for Republicans and Trump and shit like that. Because they think they're going to be, you know, safe once everything happens. Yeah, they think they're they somehow above the rest of us. And it's like, you know, that's not how that works. It doesn't, no. it doesn't matter how long your family's been in this country. It doesn't matter that you don't speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that your family's voted Republican for generations. Mm-hmm. Like, brown is brown. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't care. They will always group us together. They will, they, yeah, they, they will. hate you, mm-hmm. and they always will. <laughs> and it's fucked. It is fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know when Stacy Dash was talking all kinds of nonsense, <sighs> and people they were, were just like, with Republicans, they were, yeah. And well, yeah. the Republicans are like, look, we have Stacey Dash, and she hates Democrats and loves Republicans. 
But the second she stopped being fun for them, they just tossed her aside. And now look where she's at. She's not doing anything. She, you're just a puppet for these people. Mm-hmm. It's like people don't No, They have to realize like they're going to be imposing on your rights as well as everybody else. Just because you're outspoken against, you know, your own people doesn't mean you're going to be safe from this. I just, I've never understood I think they genuinely think that they're safe. I think they think that there's something about them that just makes them above the rest Mm -hmm. of us. I don't. I don't get it. Mm -mm. But, I I mean, this, this has happened throughout history, right? Yeah. I mean, look, going back to even, like, the Holocaust, you had people that you would think were on the same side outing people just so they could be safe. And, you know, them left alone. That happened. And America sucks. I was just thinking about how the um, Americans are also tied to the Holocaust, even though everyone thinks they're the heroes. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Because that was something I was reading this week, too, and I was just like, I hate everyone. Mostly everything stems back to America sucking because um, people have been since we only had, you know, the Constitution to go off of and we've just been making laws based off that and amending yes. them. I, I think if Trump wins in November, me, Irene and Caesar were seriously discussing leaving the country. <laughs> Ooh, like some company oh my god definitely like not even as like a 2016 like oh my god if mm-hmm. trump wins i'm leaving like that shit like actually leaving the country uh-huh. because it's only gonna get worse from here and this is the rise of fascism yeah, yeah. my dad i was talking to him last week and this was after um ruth bader Ginsburg died and he called me that night And we were talking, and he was telling me he'd been discussing pretty, you know, seriously with his wife, them potentially moving to Canada, because my dad's mom was Canadian, so he can get citizenship if he wants to, just because she was a citizen there. And so Mm -hmm. they've been seriously discussing it, because if this election doesn't go, you know, towards Biden... Then, you know, they're fucked because um, Nina, she's a Russian immigrant. She's been trying to get, I believe, her sister and mother here for the longest time now. And mm-hmm. it's obvious it's, it's not going to happen anytime soon. Not with yeah. Trump as president. Yeah. No. So. And this is really just to, you know, take care of her mother. Her mother has dementia. So, like, this is they need to. Yeah, yeah it's like life or death situation. Mm-hmm. And then my mom, she's like, well, I could get citizenship in Mexico. And I'm like, well, aren't they backwards, too? I don't even know anymore. Is it going to be the lesser of two evils? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have to go to Guatemala, I guess. Yeah. I, just, like, I, I, I trust the narcos more than I trust this government. <laughs> I think I would. I think we're going to try for Canada. Like, if it comes down to it. And I know they're very tough on immigration and it's very hard to get in, but we'll try. Like, I'll try anything to escape. Yeah. Yeah. 
Especially, like, maybe we can do, like, some refugee law or something, like... Because Canada said they were going to start taking refugees, or... Can, uh, would we be considered refugees? I don't know. If we're yeah. escaping a no, fascist government, we're, yeah, uh, I think so. We're trying to escape political prosecution, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, it's scary that we're talking about this in 2020. Yeah. But it's, um, it's completely real. Like, I've definitely thought about leaving the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So from what I've gathered based off like watching the fucking view and paying attention on Twitter and <laughs> other things and also listening to my mother. Uh-huh. Um, they think that Trump it probably isn't going to win this election like because of well, everything that's happened. Yeah. They, they don't think he's going to be cheating the same way he did. And uh, also, like, with COVID, it just complicated everything for him. They think uh-huh. that once the election is called and Joe Biden is going to be the winner, that they think Trump is going to step down to have Pence basically pardon him before I, yeah. the inauguration. I, I 100% believe that. Yeah. But it was also, um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Who just wrote a book? Bolton? No, it was his Cohen. Uh, it it might have been Cohen, uh, who said that that was exactly his plan. That yeah. if he loses the election, he's going to step down, and then Pence can pardon him, but only for federal crimes. Mm-hmm. He can still be prosecuted for state crimes. But Cohen also said he fully believes that he will flee the country. Fuck. Which I a hundred percent believe. Yeah. yeah. He's a piece of shit. He has no connections here anymore. All of his businesses have gone bankrupt. Mm-hmm. His hotels have closed. His casinos have gone like belly up. Yeah. He has nothing. Uh, yeah, I a, think it was Michael Cohen because Cohen was his lawyer, so it would make sense yeah. for him to know that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just need this to be over because this yeah. has been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, granted. Even with Biden in office, it's not going to be a fucking walk in the park. Like, they have to reverse so much just to get no, us back to where I, we were in 2016 yeah. when Obama. Well, that's what I was office. saying that I was worried about is that we're going to get to a place where we are where we were or even, be, you know, behind that, but think we've made so much progress and think that the work mm-hmm. is done. It's like, no, mm-hmm. we're not even near where we were, but it's going to be disguised as progress because we've, we've fallen so far behind. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that's the thing. Like This election, hopefully we elect Joe Biden, who's closer to like a moderate, yeah. and it'll, pave, it'll help unify the country. It'll help bring things back to almost normalcy. Whereas the next election, it'll pave the way for someone who's more liberal. AOC, mm. let's make it happen. I would love it. I think she can. And, do it. <laughs> Actually, so th- Bernie she was might running not be old enough by next election. Oh yeah, you have to be thirty-five. Yeah, you do. And a lot of people were behind Bernie Sanders, but he was too left-leaning. Mm-hmm. And which is crazy because he's not even that left-leaning. Exactly. No. That's the thing. That's what's in, insane. Is like people, we are so far right that we 
think moderate or is like left. Other countries are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Joe Biden is a Republican. Like Joe Biden is totally right wing. Yeah. The majority of our Democratic leaders are totally right wing if you compare them to other countries. Mm-hmm. But it's because other countries, like other fully functioning they are actually progressive. They actually kept moving so forward. Progressive. They didn't they have, have anything dragging them back. And it works. Yep. They have like crazy shit. <laughs> it's 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 they crazy to think about. Yes, they have health care. You don't have to go into debt because you have a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that baby. Shit, you don't you don't even fucking need referrals to be like, hey, I think I have a fucking lump in my boob. Can yeah, you need to go. No, you could just go to a cancer center and they screen right there and then. Yeah. How wonderful would that be? I mean, you could have gone to Planned Parenthood, except now they're being horribly defunded. Mm-hmm. Because the Republicans hate women. Yep. Yeah. It just, I think, I mean, granted, everything shouldn't be based on gender. Because, um, obviously they're trying to nominate a woman. Mm-hmm. Ruth Bader well, see, that's the thing. It was the same with, um, Justice, I forget his name, Thomas? Is it Thomas? Mm-hmm. Roberts? Oh, Roberts, because before him was a black man. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to replace him with another black man, even though they, because they, they thought they could get it because they needed that kind of. And it's the same with uh, RBG. Mm-hmm. They're trying to replace her with it's another not like woman. For like. <laughs> it's not like for like, but that's basically what they're doing. They're trying to mm-hmm. fit them into this weird, like, mm-hmm. hole. They're like, oh, like the previous one was black. We'll replace him with a black man. Oh, the previous one was a woman. We'll replace her with a woman. Progress. Progress. Mm -hmm. Well, what I was saying was, I think mostly like Republicans know that if typically by including women into their circles and shit more they're always going to be more progressive than the men because they're wanting things to change. Even even some of the fucking Republicans that are women, they're even more progressive than their male counterparts. I don't uh. know why, but... Though there's some really batshit ones, but typically... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe well, there's think- more empathy there. I don't fucking know. I feel like the majority of Republican women are more progressive simply because they believe that women are at least almost equal, whereas all the men in the Republican Party and the GOP do not believe that. Mm-hmm. So even if you just believe in a little bit of humanity, I think you're closer to being at least like a liberal than any other Republican man. Maybe. Whereas even if you're like, oh, maybe you shouldn't, like, enslave your wife and force her to do whatever you want. Like, anything beyond that is seen as liberal. Exactly. It's crazy. This is the world we live in. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. (sighs) Ugh. <sighs>
I finished my drink. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Oh, over here. The ice cream man left. I don't hear his no, music he anymore. I don't I can hear him. I, he's still outside. <laughs> oh, really? I can, yeah, I can I still hear him. Hear him from here. The siren song is gone. Hang on. Can you hear it? No. Oh my god! No, what I if it's what if it's been in your head this entire time? No, it's like right outside. It's like a teal teal ice cream truck. Natalie, do you do you taste anything metallic? <laughs> you might be having a stroke right now. God, I wish. I could, could you imagine if I had had a stroke and all of this wasn't real? Like that would Natalie, be <laughs> wake up. We're Please about to wake up. President inauguration. <laughs> Uh, well, besides the world ending, has anything else happened this week? No, I've just been really sad and depressed. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like, I didn't even want to, like, leave anywhere this weekend. I just stayed in. And that's not really typical of me, especially since I'm here all the time. I kind of need to get out of the house. Mm -hmm. But I, ju I just wasn't vibing, you know? It's true. The only thing I did, I celebrated my nephew's birthday. Yay. Happy birthday, Daniel. He's two. And that's, that's it. That's like a full-on toddler. It is a toddler. How are is he uh, terrible yet? I mean, he's been terrible for a while. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, since birth. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. babies are terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he's cute, I guess. Hmm. Oh, um, I have one little tidbit. anecdote. A um, tidbit? No, not a tidbit. Yeah, a titty-bitty? Ooh, some tiddle-bitties. Please <laughs> stop saying that. I'm trying to be fucking respectful, you heathens. Oh, okay. We're being respectful. Okay, so what I was going to say was... um. Well, I mean, obviously we're bummed because, you know, our RBG died. Mm. And I just, I feel so bad because we had so much relying on her, which should have never been the case. Like, she should have been allowed to retire and not have to worry that democracy was entirely on her to stay mm -hmm. alive. Like, the... The fucking thought that, like, because she was in a hospital in D.C., that she probably had people waiting and making plans because they knew she was going to go soon. Like, how fucking evil is that? Yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's so fucked up. But um, one thing I think is probably, in a way, relieving for her and maybe even for her family. I'm not really completely sure what Jewish customs are, but um, she's been 10 years without her husband, Marty, who had previously died of cancer back in 2010. And um, one thing I did learn during this weekend of doing research and watching her movies was a lot of what she was able to accomplish was because she had such a good support system in Marty. Yeah. Like, um, Whenever she wanted to be the one to focus on her career, like when she started taking courses, uh, courses, taking uh, cases to the Supreme Court, 
he was the one who stepped up and he'd be like, okay, I'm going to be the stay-at-home parent right now. Mind you, he was a very successful, like, tax attorney in New York City. Even I, I did hear in some of these interviews, like, he was considered, like, the best, which is crazy to think about in New York City. And he was a, he was just like, okay, you want to do this? We're going to make it happen. And he stepped back so she could do all of that. And, um, their love was fucking adorable. If, uh, I mean, granted, the movie is very like a theatrical version of like their little love story, but it's still pretty touching. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm glad in a sense they get to be together again. And I just wanted to say, may her memory be a blessing, because that's what you say for a Jewish death. Mm-hmm. People aren't remembering that. Um, also, um, one weird, not weird thing, but interesting. She died on the eve of Rosh Hashanah, mm-hmm. which is Jewish New Year. And um, though she wasn't like a devout Jew, she really only went to temple when she was a kid. Um, they say that the most righteous of people, um, will pass on at the eve of Rosh Hashanah. So it's kind of pretty telling that that was the day that she passed. So Mm -hmm. that was interesting to hear. (sighs) But yeah, this, this was a big blow. Not gonna lie. It was. Like, I fucking saw the news um update on my phone and i was in the middle of a phone call for work with a customer and i had to put myself on hold because like um i i gasped audibly audibly when i saw the the news yeah it was just it that hit hard it's hard. yeah it's it's hard mm-hmm. i did the same i mean i was at work i saw a message on my phone and I was just like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. This world is crazy. And she held on for so long. You yeah. know that, like, she, uh, one of her, this, I mean, it was maybe like a year or two ago for the documentary she was interviewed. They had asked her, because during the Obama administration, she was pressured by um, some leading Democrats to you know, retire so then Obama could fill the seat for her. Yes. And they were asking her if she regretted that decision. And though she kept mum, you could kind of see like, yeah, she fucking did. Cause I mean she she doesn't get to rest. Yeah. And yeah. She just she kept on working. But I mean for a lot of people, from what I've heard, um Working is what keeps people going. I 100% believe that. Mm-hmm. So that might have been what what she wanted to do, not not necessarily in the way she wanted to do it. So it's, it's just sad. It's really sad. And, yeah. And fuck <laughs> Mitt Romney. Fuck yeah. Mitt Romney. Fuck and Romney. Lindsey Graham. And yeah. all those other motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Well, especially Mitt Romney, who Mitt Romney, that our president to. was corrupt enough to be impeached, but not corrupt enough to elect a Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. What a piece of shit. 
Yep. Everyone was like, oh, Mitt Romney's the moderate Republican. Yeah, right. No, he's not. He's playing a part. Yep. And that's it. He's, he's just of, he's as bad as the rest of them. motherfucker. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He believes all that misogynistic bullshit. So, like, there was no way he could be that good. Fuck no. the Mormons. Yeah. What? I feel um, like he's going to run again now that he has, like, this... People think that he's a moderate Republican. Mm-hmm. He's gonna run again, and then just well, that's how it nasty. seemed when he would like when he voted on the impeachment and all that stuff. Like he would be the next Republican presidential nominee, and he could probably get a lot of votes. But now, uh, I don't know what his game plan is. It was so weird during that election. He just seemed so out of touch, and now people are like, "Oh, he's kind of human." He's not. No, he's not. He's He's a weirdo. He just doesn't get along with Trump, but at the same time, he seems to be helping him do all uh, his illegal shit. Of course, he's going to play to the party. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's because Republicans are so loyal to, like, the party. Whereas I, I feel like Democrats can be like, oh, yeah, there's, like, there's shitty people. Like, we can fully call out people for their bullshit, but Republicans are just, like, a cult. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're definitely a cult. And that's why when people are like, oh, you want to blame Donald Trump for going to Epstein's Island? What about Bill Clinton? And I'm like, fuck Bill Clinton. Yeah, no, fuck him. Put him in prison. Like, I don't fucking care. If he raped children, put him in prison. Yeah. What a piece of shit. You don't... Here's the thing. Your loyalties don't lie within the party. Exactly. Yeah. Like, obviously, I stand by, like, uh, democratic values and stuff, but that's Mm -hmm. just because I'm Mm left-leaning. But I'm not going to wear a Joe Biden hat and go to rallies for Joe Biden and scream at people to make America great again. Yeah. Like, that's some Hitler bullshit. It's a hundred percent some Hitler bullshit. It, it is, and people can't see it. The only thing keeping me afloat this weekend, um, and this is on fucking stupid. Um, I we're nearly done with Twilight, so I've been having <laughs> to read it, and mm-hmm. it's so stupid that it's just making. At least giving me some sort of getaway for a second. Where I'm just like, these motherfuckers, and they're not even, like, dumb in the scheme of things in comparison to everything else going on in real life. But they're still stupid. I still stand by that. Mm-hmm. Also, um, we, we will be watching Twilight this weekend, whether you Ooh. like it or not. So I'm actually not off this weekend, so... Oh, no! no. Well, sometime next week, then. I know. Since I'm calling out tomorrow because I have died, I have to work Friday now. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. But I'll be off next week. Ooh, what if next week's episode, we just did a live podcast (laughs) during the movie? We could, but I... I don't know I don't how know. long the movie is. I don't know how that would work, but... 
I would be annoyed though if I had to listen to someone watch a movie. What yeah, if we no, did a recap it. afterwards? I, I mean that that's what I was planning. Yeah. We could do that. We could watch the movie and then do a recap. Yeah. That works. I, I just I I'm eager to hear your thoughts on it. Um yeah, I think I think with that I, I think we're good on this episode. <laughs> I'm really sad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really sad. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I don't know. I hear they're going to have, I think her wake is sometime this week, if not tomorrow. They're having yeah. her lie in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think she's the, first, she's the first woman to lie in the Capitol. Mm, is she? I don't think so. Yeah, I, th- I think it's she's the first justice. Oh, um, female. And then... Yeah, Yes, there was one before her. It was um, how uh, Taft, but because he served as a justice and then president, he oh. yeah he lied in Capitol as a president, not as a justice. Oh, okay. But yes. All right. So yeah, um, join us uh, later on this week for the final bit of um twilight the book what is it book bonus podcast i don't even fucking know what it's called right now (laughs) distracted the what the fuck is this book twilight edition we're finally finishing the book and then uh next week we will be uh doing the movie for that and uh, Uh. paul's joining us (laughs) we decided that was a good idea instead Mm -hmm. of making him read the books i'm gonna watch the movie Mm mm-hmm uh, so two hours of torture instead of um, how many ever hours it takes to read all the Twilight books. Yeah. A year. Um, yes. It feels <laughs> like. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, um, so last week I asked people to, you know, sign up to work the polling places. Guess who fucking decided to sign up to work at the polling places? Who? Um, it was my mom. Yeah. Oh. She, she decided because she. I mean, she has so much vacation in the books that she hasn't been able to take because she literally can't fucking go anywhere. Uh-huh. Um. So she's deciding to take the entire month of October off to work the polls, and I think she's going to try and move move on until november to finish up like counting and stuff but yeah wow she's gonna be doing that my mom was like oh i'm gonna volunteer to do i was like no you can't volunteer you have to get paid yeah that would create a problem yeah Ooh. also la county is putting out like hundreds of drop boxes for Mm -hmm. voting so if you don't feel safe sending in your ballot you can send it to a drop box Mm -hmm. and they're going to be at most post offices and libraries and they're going to post the locations 30 days before the election online. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. And I'm going to do that because I don't feel safe sending mine back by mail. Yeah. Oh, and if you need any more info on how to vote in your state or wherever you're at, go to vote.org and you will find information for your local elections. Also, check your registration um, because there's a lot of bullshit going on that people are being automatically deregistered for some reason. Yes, please do uh, that. Yeah, so make sure you're actually registered. Oh, today is a to vote day. So, like, uh-huh. well, I mean, we're going up the tomorrow. 
But you can still you can still register tomorrow. Yeah, you have yeah. until like the middle of October to register, so you should be fine. There are links everywhere. If you go on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat, there are links that pop up yeah. to register. Unless you're blind, um, you should be able to see one one mm-hmm. of those. They're so everywhere. Re- register to vote. Um, vote for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And if that wasn't obvious, our our uh, BG's honor. You know. Yes. Yes. Vote, vote for progress. Vote anti-fascist. Yeah. Get us back to where we were, please. Mm-hmm. It's so sad yes. that we need to go backwards to go forwards. But oh, yeah. I know. That's what happens. It's what happens. And um, I need another drink. Me yeah. too. What did we talk about last week? <sighs> what did we talk um, about? It was Halloween theme. It was such a long time ago. I know. Oh, so ghost lovers. Ghost lovers. <gasps> ghost lovers. I forgot about ghost lovers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um I talked about Amber who was in love with the ghost it may or may not be Jack Sparrow. Uh-huh. And how he was actually a succubus trying to steal all of her energy so that he could stay mm-hmm. in this uh living plane. Yes. That was a true story. What? Yeah, she that was real. That ghost he deceived her. <gasps> what a bastard. Mm-hmm. How oh, yeah. dare he? How dare he? Uh I talked about that random widow who was like weirdly obsessed with her boobs in uh-huh. a cabin in the middle of a cornfield. Yes. Um I don't know if it was like a true story, but it was definitely written by someone. <laughs> it was from the novel Awakened by Rachel Lux. I uh, mean, it is erotic fiction. That it is, is erotic. Real erotic okay, fiction. well, it doesn't specifically say fiction. Oh. It, it was classified under ghost stories, so oh. it could oh. be true. Also, the way she talks about it, I she might have just been raped by a passerby, <laughs> which isn't funny, but she explicitly states that in the book. Wow. She's like, someone could have just come in here and had sex with me. I like it. Um, like, well, she's okay. going through something. She yeah, is going through I mean, something. She is in mourning. She is in mourning. Um, so I talked about Amethyst Realm and her, um, ghostly spiritual, like, fiancé thing. Mm-hmm. We don't even, she doesn't know what the fuck he is, or they are. Um, yeah, she, she's a real person. She went on a talk show and she talked about her multiple experiences. And uh-huh. they are still currently engaged. Amethyst Realm. Look it up on wow. YouTube. She is- wow. I want to send her a wedding gift. We will put up her register. Oh my god, I we mean, should. It does sound like she's having the wedding at those uh, those woolly caves mm. that um, she got uh, engaged at. So, Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely don't think um, she is going to get sucked dry by succubus, but um... Yeah. Not at all. Not That's not going to happen. He's not also trying to trick her. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just because one person had a bad experience doesn't mean all ghost relationships are bad. Exactly. Yep. Get out there. Yeah. You know what? Put yourself out chance. there. Uh, fuck a ghost. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they can be sensual. Mm-hmm. They've been around for a long time. They know their way around a penis or a yep. vagina. Yep. Um, just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's sure to be a good time. Yeah, I'm. Sh- I'm sure it will be. And if yeah. it's not a good time, no one saw anything. You don't have then to tell anyone. They did an exorcism, and then they'll be gone forever. Simple. There you go. So Ooh, you could threaten them. If they don't give you a good time, you will call a priest. Oh, yep. I like what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> could we start a ghost brothel? Ooh. Is this a thing? Hey, if Should you're I- a ghost yes. and you're listening to this, would you be interesting, uh, interested in joining our brothel? Um, uh, s- s- send us a message. Either blood From coming out of the walls room. or like whispers in the night. Mm-hmm. Well, I prefer whispers in the night. It I do too. But the blood would be more dramatic. That's true. Um, I mean, oh, isn't there now a door in my hallway to the ceiling? Yes. What is that? I don't know. It, it hasn't been there my entire life, but now we well, have. Where did one. it come from? I don't know. How, like, how did that get installed without you knowing? It looks old. Like, it looks like it's in there. <laughs> did you ask anyone? I asked. I was like, Dad, has this been here? And he was like, no. And then that's all he told me. <laughs> he didn't think it was strange that now there's like an, an opening to this attic. He's just smiling at you and starts crying, but doesn't <laughs> react. He's just smiling. There's like a tear. He's like, don't ask. I don't. You should open it. Ooh, maybe that could be the entrance to our ghost brothel. Oh, maybe. Ooh. We can serve alcohol. Mm hmm. Because you need to be drunk to fuck a ghost. Yeah. Do you? I don't know if the, well, the other bitches might have been high. I don't know. I think I would need to be drunk to fuck a ghost. Yeah. Uh, maybe the ghost to fuck anyone. I'm- <laughs> yeah. Until you're comfortable with the ghost sex. Yeah. All right. And yeah. on that note, um, please <laughs> join us. our ghost brothel. Uh, follow us at BB Michelada on social mm-hmm. media. We're um, on Twitter, Instagram. We have a Discord channel. We'll leave a link for that if you want to talk, I guess. Um, there is a Facebook. We don't really use it, but there's alerts on there if you want to sign up for those. And um, ooh, support us via Patreon. It Give would, us money. Uh, help us. Please. please um, be more motivated. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Money motivates yeah, me. Mm-hmm. Money is a motivator. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason I go to work. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But yet we're doing this for free. We are. And yeah, with that, um, bye. Bye. bye.